Hi, it's Chris. I love donuts and holy shit moments, and I'm sharing all the wonderful experiences they have led me to. Here comes one now. Hi again. (laughs) So I told the story on the podcast called uh, From Contrast to Donuts, and the story I told was about an unpleasant experience taking the green line to work one morning. And I saw something not nice on the green line. And I decided in that moment, I decided (laughs) the cat needs to scratch right now. Um, Are you done, Dima? Thank you. I decided during that unpleasant experience on the green line that I was never taking the green line again. And I told that story because I thought, I thought the story was about the powerful decision that I made. I thought magic happens when I change, when I change my mind about something or when I, when I make a powerful decision and I put it out there and then the universe responds and supports me in that decision. That's what I thought that was all about. And I remember getting off the train that day and thinking and feeling it, really feeling it. I am never taking the green line again. Never. And within, I don't know how quickly this happened, within a week or two, I was offered a job that had free parking and a bunch of other stuff, but free parking a set schedule, better pay, and free donuts. And I thought that was my reward. I thought I made that decision and the universe met me, right? And I recorded that podcast, I recorded that story maybe two months ago. And I've realized something since then. We're always growing, learning, expanding and changing and as much as I've been reading about these things or you know I don't reading about this stuff about about spiritual practices about self-care about the law of attraction manifesting all of these spiritual principles these ideas it's it's sunk in You know, like you get pieces of it and then more pieces follow. And if you're open to it and if you're still growing and learning and you're open, then these new insights come in. And this one has been a really good one. And it felt so good all last week. Then I had a little wobble this weekend, but I was able to use what I learned. Okay, so here it is. (laughs) What happened in that moment on that train when, or when I got off and I decided that that was it, I was no longer riding the green line. What I really did was change the story I was telling myself. I thought that that experience would back up my decision. What I really did 
was I rejected the story I had been telling myself. And that story was, I couldn't drive. I couldn't drive to work. It was a waste. It was self-indulgent. It was expensive. It was a hassle. Really, I dreaded getting on the green line every day. I dreaded it. Even though it it appeared to be it appeared to be the correct way for me to get to work it appeared to be environmentally friendly um easy on my budget it just seemed the right thing to do right and i was subscribing to what i thought you know those ideals were the environment my budget You know, who was I to drive my SUV downtown Minneapolis every day from St. Paul? It seemed unnecessary, expensive, and wasteful. So that's what I was telling myself. That desire for me to be in my car instead of on the green line, I wasn't worth it. My, my... (laughs) My comfort wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth the effort and the cost and the environmental impact. That's what I was buying into. I was buying into all those factors, and they were not true. That's what I changed. When I made that decision to never ride the green line again, what I was really doing was changing the story. I thought... Well, I also thought I could justify it to my husband because I'm sure, I'm sure that's what he was thinking and I was buying into it and I was letting, you know, but I was also projecting, right? I was projecting the people I worked with, they all took public transportation except my manager and she had a paid parking spot. So, you know, driving to work, It couldn't just be me, little hourly paid employee me. I had to be a salaried employee. I don't know. You know, we make these crazy things up. These stories that we tell ourselves. If we don't take the time to pick them apart and challenge them, okay, what story am I telling? Where did it come from? It's too expensive and it's a waste to drive downtown. Where did it come from? Part of it was my imagination. Part of it may have come from my husband. Maybe he said, maybe he said that, you know, he always made comments about my car. It was, it was a large SUV with a third row, all right? We have six people in our house and that was the all family car, but that was my car and that was the car that I enjoyed driving. So my pleasure was put behind what I thought my husband thought, you know, and I didn't even, we didn't even go there. I don't even think we really had a discussion about it. I just accepted it because that's what I do. I don't want to make waves. I want to be a good girl. Yeah, that's, that's, this is definitely a good girl story. So when something doesn't feel good, when you're not enjoying something, Pick apart that story that's behind it. And I did that a couple weeks ago, and it felt so good. Maybe this is where it came from. Um, 
So my oldest is now at the University of North Dakota. It's about a five-hour drive from here. And the weekend um, of October 9th, 9th, 10th, whatever, was family weekend. Well, I wasn't planning to go because, I, I don't know, I wasn't planning to go because I'm not a fan of large gatherings right now. I'm not into a whole bunch of people doing activities. And my youngest just turned 12. So I wasn't planning on a weekend like that, taking my youngest who just had her first shot to a large gathering. Okay, I didn't have plans. Well, then my mom called me up and said, hey, I'm just going to fly into Minneapolis-St. Paul because I don't want to fly to Grand Forks for family weekend, so I'll see you then. What? I'm not even planning on going. Well, and that really upset me, and I was... Oh, it was in my head and I was, and I was mad about it. And, you know, she was making me do something I didn't want to do. Didn't even ask me. Okay. But I dug into that story. Yes, coronavirus is a factor, but it was more than that. It was really, what is she doing? Why is she making a special effort to go see John in school? He's been there for six weeks. Why the special effort? Because I didn't feel like she had made a special effort for me when I was in college. And so after a week of like grumbling about it and letting it stew inside me and in my head, I finally realized it was icky. I started to tell somebody else about it and I didn't like it. I didn't like the way I felt about it. I didn't like being, feeling angry or jealous or hurt. Those aren't good. Why would I want to hold on to those feelings? I didn't want to. And something prompted me to step back. And this can be difficult to do when there's something you're emotionally, you're so attached to like this. I'm 51. I went to school when I was 18. How long is that? 30 couple years? And I'm still pissed off? Okay, Chris, what's the story here? And, and why am I looking at it through my 18-year-old eyes? Why am I not looking at it through my 51-year-old, more experienced, more mature eyes? Or even my son, my 18-year-old who's at school? How about I take a look from their perspectives, okay? So my mother, she's proud of her grandson going to college and doing something cool, and she wants to show her support and enthusiasm, She saw the dates. She had a flight credit to use. It was great for her. Oh, how perfect. I'll do that. And how about my son, 18-year-old, five hours away from home at school? His grandmother wants to fly from Arizona to visit on family weekend? That has to feel good. Why would I get in the way of those two? Why am I looking? So... I was so happy that I was able to stop and look at that and question it and change it. So how about you? There have to be instances where something doesn't feel good. Something doesn't feel good. Why doesn't it feel good? Oh, I'm pissed off. How, you know, the nerve of this person, or I can't do this, or I can't have what I want here. Okay. Let's stop for a moment and ask if it's true. 
Was it true I couldn't drive to work? No. And what the story about going to, to visit John, I don't know. What was the story there? You know, I was just, I was still in the 18-year-old hurt, upset. Why would I do that? Why would I go visit this story from that perspective? That was a long time ago. It really had nothing to do with me. This visit had nothing to do with me. I was just the go-between, right? It was my mom and her visiting her grandson. I, it didn't really have anything to do with me. And I'm sure it wasn't meant (laughs) to hurt me. It was meant to show support for John. So why am I sticking my nose in there? Okay, so do we get the idea? Um, so I have a project. I've decided I'm going to start a project next month and you're all invited to join me. Um, I plan to start, open, create a new Facebook group for this project. Um, it's going to be a year long project and it's going to center around words and having a gratitude practice in the morning and seeing what awesome things I can attract in a year. So I really like these projects. If you haven't noticed, I had my 33-day affirmation diet and a 44-day affirmation diet. Last year, I had a 77-day mindset boot camp to deal with uh, election crap. This time, I just want it to be gratitude, appreciation, and ramping up our vibe, raising our vibe, and seeing what awesome things we can attract, I can attract. I've been sitting here in St. Paul for almost four years now. It's coming up on four years. Um, not happy with where I live. And I have come to appreciate a lot of it. But still, you know, I, there's a little bit of a gap there. I'm getting better with my words. I'm getting better with um, seeing the good and feeling the good. And I just want to take it a step further. So I plan to do Monday through Friday, a gratitude practice in the morning, a little Reiki prayer. Oh, wait, let me get my list. Here's my list, my magic year project. I don't know if that's the name of it. Reiki prayer, gratitude, meditation, pep talk. I want to do this five days a week for a year, and I'm going to keep track of what changes in that year besides me and my, you know, I'm going to measure the outside stuff. I'm going to change the inside stuff. I want to see how it affects my outside stuff. So join me if you want. I don't know what it's going to be called. I don't know what the Facebook group's going to be called, but if you watch this space, I will announce it. Okay, so... How's this going? My Facebook Live recording a podcast. It, it seems to be going okay. Um, so I guess I'm going to wrap up this podcast recording with um, watch out for the things that don't feel good. If you can stop yourself, if you can pause, if you can take a deep breath before you react or reply or take action, It will pay off. So take a moment when something doesn't feel good. My son surprised me on Friday and showed up here. He got a ride with um, a friend in his dorm who was coming back down. And it didn't feel good right away. And I was like, 
he's home. He just walked in the door. Why doesn't this feel good? And it took me a few days. So something doesn't feel good. You stop. Why doesn't this feel good? When you get that answer, why it doesn't feel good, ask if it's true. Is this belief that you're holding, is this thought that you're holding, is it really true? Explore that. See where it takes you. Okay? So I'm going to sign off for the podcast portion of that. Just remember those words, those thoughts, those beliefs. Dig into those. There is a lot of good information in there. Okay? So challenge those stories. Thanks for listening to Chris Loves Donuts. Remember, your words are powerful and the universe is always listening.